Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Hancho, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I'm going to hit about three, four, maybe more little quick topics that need to be happening right now. One of them that uh, we've enjoyed over the past two and three weeks have been our spring flowering bulbs. And they've really been beautiful. Uh, but as the uh, change in weather has begun and it's starting to be hotter and hotter, uh, those bulb flowers aren't going to last very long. And certainly the ones that were early bloomers are well past. And one of the things we should be doing right now uh, just to keep the bed looking a bit better is to go out and deadhead the flower bulb, the flower uh, uh, spent flowers off of our spring flowering bulbs. The other part is we really do need to leave the foliage there so that the bulb gets recharged so it absorbs energy and uh, prepares itself for next spring for us. So we leave the foliage as is until it naturally dies down and then it's okay to remove the brown tops. Oftentimes they will just pull away uh, as we give them a bit of a tug. So deadhead the bulbs, leave the foliage till they naturally die down. Another activity that we could be doing if it's appropriate for you in your yard and the wildlife in the neighborhood is if you've got your vegetable garden started and things have started to come up, uh, you may need to actually physically fence out the rabbits from the vegetable garden for a time frame until things get up and growing and the rabbits decide there are other things to eat. Uh, it's very, um, you know, those young tender vegetables are, are a very nice tasty treat. So go ahead and consider fencing out the rabbits or fencing out a few rows of a larger garden where you have trouble getting those up out of the ground because of the rabbit feeding. So uh, consider um, fencing out the rabbits and there is a very specific fence for that it is called rabbit fence and rather than the chicken wire type of roundish holes that chicken wire has uh, rabbit fencing uses a rectangular a rectangular shape and the and the wires are tinier at the bottom and larger at the top in terms of the frequency or the distance of the opening so Rabbit fencing also keeps out baby rabbits, which can easily get through chicken wire fencing. So that's something to consider uh, in the vegetable garden. Uh, another activity that can be done right now while we are having our spring rains and the ground is not uh, uh, really, really hard is if you didn't get around your landscape beds last fall with a final edging, uh, you'll note this spring that the grass may have crept in an inch or two or more into the bed and it's very easy to re-edge the bed this time of year when the ground is not hard while we have sufficient moisture and the other benefit of doing it now is that our our um, lawn grasses that have crept into the beds are not really established yet those root systems haven't really started to take off very well yet so edging makes it easy the grass comes up easy enough and that allows you to get a nice clean edging line again and in a relatively short amount of time is in comparison to later on when the grasses have established themselves and or the soil is a lot drier and a lot harder. So uh, edge the beds, um, uh, get that back six inches or so perhaps from, the, from your uh, perennials. Uh, it's easy enough to do right now, so, so consider that. Um, I wanted to take a bit of time then and talk about uh, a question we get at the Extension Office through the help desk through the Master Gardener program pretty frequently. 
And while raised gardens and raised containers or container gardening has really come along, and it's you know trending up here still, so we're still doing a lot of that. Uh, the question comes in: How long can I use that soil in the container? Well, it's a function of what you're pretty much growing in that container, and if you're doing vegetables in the container and those that are producing lots and lots of fruits for you, like tomatoes or peppers, uh, some of the bush-type uh, squashes or cucumbers, maybe. Uh, you may only get a good year's worth out of that soil because you're using it quite a bit. The plants are taking up whatever nutrition was provided uh, in that soil to begin in that potting soil to begin with or that container soil. So if you garden in your containers heavily, uh, you might want to go ahead and replace that soil every year uh, or replace half of it uh, every year so that you're energizing the plants to grow properly. If your flowers, if you're just doing flowers and and uh, the pot really isn't being used heavily in that sense, uh, you might get a couple years out of that soil. And then the other part of this question always is, well, what do I do with it? Well, that soil is perfectly fine. Uh, you can add it to your compost pile. You can use it as top dressing out in the lawn. You can use it as top dressing in a shrub, a vegetable, traditional vegetable garden. You can put it in your annual flower bed as a, an amendment to the soil. You can do the same thing with your uh, perennial beds. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with using it uh, in that way. It's just that when you have it in a container and it's running out of energy, so to speak, your plants don't have a chance. This is this is their nutrition for the season. So if you have a, a used up garden soil per se, or I should say container soil, uh, in those pots and and bigger containers, uh, please recognize that you uh, may need to swap that out. Even if you are fertilizing regularly, the soil itself does break down and continues to decompose, and that changes the water holding capacity. That changes the uh, pot's ability to drain properly. And another reason for at least checking out and attending to that is that as plants grow uh, and they essentially encompass the entire ball of soil, a ball of container soil in the pot, their root systems can circle at the bottom. Their root systems can literally block off the drainage holes that exist in in that uh container, especially if it's a plastic container or a clay pot. Uh, the the uh, fibrous containers, the grow bags and things, because water can flow in and out of the sides and air can do that too, uh, circling roots and a mass of roots in the pot isn't such an issue, but on those hard plastic containers, those that uh, have minimal drainage, it's important that we consider that those roots after a couple seasons or even a single season uh, may be impeding the uh, soil's ability to drain well. And we bought good soil. It, it, potting soils or these container soils do drain well, but they have to have some place to go. So take a look at the bottom of the pot as you think about repotting up your uh, patio pots this spring, the flower pots on the front porch, those kinds of things. So this has been Richard Henschel with a little bit of everything we might be doing in the vegetable garden or in the home landscape this part of the year. So thanks for listening, and I'll be back again next week.